This episode is sponsored by Pat Live. Did you know that 76% of customers hang up if they don't reach a live person? And 85% of customers won't call back after an unanswered call. When you're building your business, it's not always possible to shift focus and answer every call. Well, Pat Live answers when you can't. 24-7 live answering services open 365 days a year. Their friendly professional agents are all located in the U.S. and provide all the benefits of a personal receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Fully customizable scripts and call handling experiences to meet your business's needs. Virtual receptionists do everything from message taking, call screening, transfers, lead collection, appointment scheduling, order processing, and more. Visit Pat Live to learn about how live answering services can help you improve your business's productivity and profitability. Make every call count with Pat Live. Now, on to the show. Well, hello. Welcome to Brand Therapy. I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. And this is the podcast where we help you position, build, and promote your brand. I and Lauren, we're both so happy that you are here. This is a fun episode. It is. I mean, all of our episodes are kind of fun, if I do say so myself. But this one is particularly fun because you did an interview on your own. I did. I did. First time. We're breaking rules here. We are doing things differently. When we decided to shake up this podcast, right, we got rid of the rules that we traditionally follow. Gone with the rules. And so what happened was I happened to be in Brazil at the time of recording this great little chat. And while I was in Brazil, I was trying to figure out what the hell is TikTok. So as part of my research, I thought, wait a second, wait a second. I think I know someone who's going to be really smart on this topic and is going to know more than me. So that's exactly what happened. I called my dear friend, Ed, based in Sao Paulo. He's a Brazilian influencer. He is extremely popular on social media. And guess what? I got some of his time to help understand this platform that, by the way, I think a lot of people write it off. They think, oh, that's just for young people. But we know that that's not true. Yeah, we do. We do know. And then now we can even see more grown-up brands, if you will, are using TikTok more than ever. A lot of people like Gary Vaynerchuk are saying that TikTok now is where Instagram was when influencers started taking off there. Lots of branding opportunities. I don't want to hold up the interview much longer. Let's just get right to it. Let's get right to it. I think this, hopefully this conversation, which happened in the early days of me trying to figure out what this was all about. Ed has some amazing insight on this. And as well, you'll get to hear me make my first TikTok with Ed's help. Let's get right to the interview. Here's my conversation with Ed Prado. Eduardo Prado. That's your full name. And I'm looking at you in the face in real life. And you'll never fully understand how happy I am that this moment is finally here. This, no pressure, the first episode of our relaunched format of Brand Therapy. This episode I've played over and over in my head ahead of time, planning it. I've been so excited to have this moment with you. And it's finally here. 
So welcome. Welcome to Brand Therapy. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I'm actually Brazilian, so sorry for my English. That is not perfect, but I will try. And let's start. First things first, this is your first podcast, right? That's what you said. So this is exciting for me and it's exciting for you. So people get to like listen to you rather than watching you doing funny viral videos and engaging with you every single day on social media, which you do so well. Now people get to listen to you. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah, I'm kind of stressed to say the, <laughs> the truth, but it's like super exciting at the same time. So let's go. Let's go. Okay, so... We met last summer. I was in Brazil doing some events for Full Sail University. And I remember it like it was yesterday. You were one of the participants in the Creativity Marathon, right? So the young people from all over Brazil that were in this great little competition, each person or each group made a film. And I remember yours. I remember meeting you. And then I remember interacting with you on social media. And I was like, holy crap. Who is this kid that was so nice that I met five minutes ago and has hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram? And that's where it all started. And since then, I've been following you and engaging with you and learning from you, to be honest, because when it comes to social media, I don't learn from people my age or above. We learn from people your age. And that's a lot younger than me, you know? So it's super interesting to hear your take on social media. I guess my first question for you is going to be like, what excites you right now about social media and what kind of role does it play in your daily life? I'm really excited about social media. The movement, you know, it's everything so fast, always changing. And I love this. You know, someday you are on Instagram, then you are on TikTok, other day you are in YouTube. It's so cool that you don't stop. You are always moving and knowing different things and new things. I think this is the best thing. And the role of social media in my routine is my work. So I work with this. I need to post every day a picture between two or four TikToks a day. Last year I was doing YouTube videos. I don't do this anymore because I couldn't do it because of my time. So I have so many questions. That is so many TikToks. And actually, that's going to be the bulk of our conversation about TikTok because I really don't understand what the hell it is, if we're being honest with each other. And the fact that you make four of them a day means that you know exactly what it is. Before we get to talking about TikTok, how do you be as active as you are on social media and keep your audience happy when there's only so many hours in the day and you've got to study, you know, you've got to see friends and spend time with your family, but then you've got this whole like online life. How do you manage it? How do you get everything done that you need to do in the day? I think that the crucial thing for you to be at social media is your time management. So you need to have a rest time. So when you have a time for yourself, so you stop thinking about everything. I think this is really important to take every day, like 20 minutes or one hour. That's also okay, but have a time for yourself. And then you have to plan, oh, uh, how many hours am I going to pass in school and studying? And how many hours I'm going to work with the social media? So that's what I do. How have you been able to grow your audience? Now, I know you had some like real life. I say real life versus online. It's all real life. But you had some opportunities 
in person, right, to grow your audience. You were a, a contestant on MasterChef Junior a few years ago. So that's something, but it's not everything. You've really very successfully grown your audience pretty quickly and kept them happy and keep your accounts growing. What's been your way to do that, to chip away at that a little bit every single day? And maybe do you have advice for people that are nowhere near, you know, the audience that you've grown? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. First thing, a lot of work. And second thing, everyone thinks like it's like quickly growing, but actually it isn't. I am in social medias has been four years now, almost five. And I just started growing this fast last year. So it's not that quick. And it's a lot of work involving and a lot of work without seeing the growing. But it's actually growing and you don't know it is growing. But if you continue to work, it will grow. Actually, it's kind of nice to know that the audience is liking what you post and to continue to entertain your audience. I think it's really important to be with other people, to interact with friends and always showing who you are, showing your real personality. You can be two people at the same time, one in social media and other in real life, but you can be two personalities. For example, in social media, I never speak bad words. I never did. And sometimes in real life, I do, but like in social media, I will never, never say a bad word because it's not okay to say it. No, that's interesting because to me, it demonstrates that you have a very strong sense of self. You know yourself, you know your audience, you know what you can create that they're going to respond well to, right? It's a balance of like what's new, so something they haven't seen yet but also what's familiar, you know, almost like if they were to cover up the name on who posted it and it was only the text or something like that, they would still know it's from you because that's your unique voice. So I have to tell you, the, the characteristic that every person that I meet who's had success on social media or online is a strong sense of self and you have that. Let's move on to the golden question, shall we? The question that really prompted the reason for us to be here today, TikTok. What the heck is TikTok? And by the way, when I ask that question, I'm asking that question on behalf of many people my age and older. So what is your answer? TikTok is a new social media. It's actually a transformation of Musical.ly that was social media before TikTok. And then a really big Chinese company just buy it and made it, TikTok. And in Brazil, it's actually starting now to grow. But I think in the United States, it's already like, oh my God, TikTok. Like everyone is doing. And it's really fun to be one of the first TikTokers in Brazil because you see and say, oh my gosh, that's really fun. And TikTok have something different because it's really fast. And nowadays, your life is so fast that you can stop and watch a 20 minutes video, but you can watch a hundred or 15 <laughs> seconds video. You know, you can occupy the same time watching TikToks 
but you will watch hundreds of them instead of watching a YouTube video. And I think this is what makes this social media so interesting and the young people like search for this. So one of the things you love is the speed, the cadence, right? Like it moves quickly. It moves faster than other social media platforms. Is there anything else that you like about this environment that's different from other social media platforms? One thing that I like, and not just me, but all young people, is that there are no parents. In TikTok, I watch a um, talk from Guga Stoko that is a businessman here in Brazil. And he just said, oh, do you know why people aren't more in Facebook? Because the parents are in Facebook. So the young people went to Instagram. And now the parents are also in Instagram. So everyone went to TikTok. And then when parents start to go to TikTok, probably a new social media will be invented and probably more fast. The parents, I think, are the problem. <laughs> in that way. So this is really, really interesting. Well, Ed, this is really awkward because those parents that you don't want on TikTok are asking me how to market their businesses and themselves on TikTok. And now I'm going to ask you that question. So I feel like in, in part, you don't want to answer it because you don't want them to be on TikTok. <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, how have you noticed maybe older people or brands have success on this platform? Do you have any examples or ideas on how people are using this in a way that allows them to grow their audience. Actually, now I don't see any business in TikTok happening, but I think it can happen. People just don't do it. I don't know why, but I think maybe cloth brand can, oh, Eduardo, let's make a deal. I pay some amount and you use my brand and you tag me on TikTok. I think that's a good partnership, for example, to do. Or maybe you can promote another brand, for example, a sustainable case in English some days ago. And maybe if Stabilo or Faber-Castell or some other brand like of materials would one, they could hire me and I will do this video with their materials. So that's just a question. You can create everything you want on TikTok. You can use clothes or you can use pens and pencils, everything you want to use, you can do because TikTok has such a diversity on videos and that's so cool. Okay, hold on, hold on. I know we're talking about TikTok. Hopefully you're learning some brand new things from my dear friend, Ed. Lauren, you really missed out on this conversation, but you weren't in Brazil at the time that we recorded this. So sorry, you have to listen to it as well. Sorry, I didn't fly down to Brazil, Phil. Well, you get to listen to the podcast episode like everyone else. But this is where we take a little pause. What do we have to talk about, Miss Lauren Moore? So first, I'm going to say what's on the blog this week. It is a blog post about the six reasons to use TikTok for your business. TikTok kind of gets dismissed as a tool for where people just, you know, dance. Yeah. Um, and it's not. It's actually it's actually really, really helpful for promoting your business. So we'll give some really solid examples of that and some inspiration to get you started. And Phil, I believe you have something to add. What is it? I can't remember. What am I supposed to talk about? You're promoting your course. Oh my God, it's course number Bill. two. Yeah, okay, I know. Sorry, I spaced out. So 
I have just completed, this is in part why I spaced out because I'm a little bit zombie status. I have worked for 50 hours on this next course that I'm launching. I'm really into courses right now because I'm really excited about creating scalable, lean ways that people can access our brains. And I just finished 50 hours in on a brand new course called Email Mastery. And before you shun this idea of email marketing, well, who sends emails anymore? Listen to me. I send emails. A lot of my colleagues send emails. And guess what is my number one way of making sales, particularly in times of uncertainty? Not Instagram, not podcasts, emails. And this is why every single person as they're building their business must still, in 2020, be sending emails. Do you not agree? Completely agree. Okay, I'm just going to pull back the curtain. For your last course, in 24 hours, you sold $6,000 worth of courses. I did. Because of email. Because in of email. a global recession. In a global recession. So if that's not proof of why people should be emailing then I don't know what is. So we're going to give our listeners a special promo, right? A little promo code vibe? Oh, yeah. What's the promo code? I guess we'll come up with one now. Okay. Therapy. Therapy 50 to get 50% off. Wow. 50? Yeah. That's great. I think that's that's Our listeners, they deserve it. They do deserve it. So there you go. In capital, Therapy 50 will get you 50% off. And that is going to be valid until the last day of April. Where can they find this course? philpallen.co. And then you click courses and you click email mastery. But actually, there's a shortened link. So philp.al slash email will take you directly to the course landing page. Okay, that's it. Beauty. Now back to the interview with Ed. So it's interesting, too, because you don't pay super close attention to brands on TikTok. There aren't certainly as many as we would see on Instagram, for example. But to your point, it's a smart move for brands to actually align with those personalities. Rather than them creating a whole lot of content on this platform, you think it's better for them to team up with humans and people that already have an audience to get their products in front of people. Is that right? Yeah, like use what you already have on your favor. And something you always say, go where it's less crowded. You don't see a lot of brands in TikTok. So wait, if you're a brand, go where it's less crowded. Come on, let's enter TikTok and team up with some influencers. I'm here, you know, just team up with me. (laughs) I want to show you two of my past clients and friends that have been active on TikTok, and I've been watching them closely. They're not there as much for the humor, but more from an educational standpoint. And this, I think, is interesting. The first one is Dr. Jolene Brighton, and I've talked about her on my social media. She's really grown her audience in a beautiful way. But I want to show you what she's doing and see what you think. So let me find a video that has a lot of views. Here's one. Okay, so obviously listeners can't see what's happening, but let me describe what's happening on the screen. Dr. Jolene has some text on the screen as she's pointing to some text with a colored background educating us about the pill. So she is a naturopath and talks a lot about women's health. And she's got maybe in the span of a 15-second video, like four or five, six different interesting 
stats and tips coming directly from her. So this is different, obviously, than the more comedy-driven. What do you think? Here's the first adult that I'm showing you using TikTok. What are your thoughts? I think it's awesome, really. When you get a format that is for young people and it is fast and you put so much information in this, it's like so good because you can educate some people in just 15 seconds. And like, how does the pill work? Now I know how does the pill work. I didn't know that. But like in 15 seconds, I just know. And something that is very interesting is the effective that she puts. So you say, okay, it's not 100% effective. So I'm going to use other things also. So that's really, really good because when you are entertaining yourself, but you're also getting knowledge and learning things. So I think that's really, really nice. Amazing. You've become this little TikTok judge. It's like we have a little panel here and you're giving feedback. So did you hear that, Dr. Jolene? You have the stamp of approval from a Brazilian influencer. Okay, so the next one, next past client and friend of mine, Dr. Mona. Similar positioning, not quite the same, but Dr. Mona is an influencer. She's a pharmacist, so she shares a lot about healthy eating. She's a vegan, exercise, lifestyle type stuff. So we're going to watch one of her TikToks, which has a whole lot of views, and let's see what you think. Again, listeners can't see what's happening on the screen, so let me tell you, Mona's standing in the kitchen. She is essentially cutting up fruits to make a smoothie. And then on the screen, she's putting in text um, what the ingredients are and a few tips on making that smoothie healthy and delicious. And then at the end, she smiles and laughs. It looks so cute. Okay, now over to Ed for the judging panel. Here we go. Uh, first thing, she has hundreds of thousands of followers here on TikTok and she's verified. So that's really nice. And this video of she doing a smoothie has more than 2 million views. So that's a lot. And the video is really well produced. And something that I didn't say from the other one that has on this one is the song. The songs are the same ones that the young people are using. So this, I think, is really nice because you are using some songs that we already know and we can connect with this. Great tip. So use songs that are trending, for example, or songs that are popular with other TikTokers. And maybe the first piece of advice here is to not overthink it. You know, this is so closely aligned with her brand. Maybe in the morning she's like making a smoothie and goes, actually, I'd love to share this with other people. Why don't I film it? It almost feels like that. Like I feel stressed about making my first TikTok. I have no idea what it's going to be about. You're going to help me with that towards the end of this. I have one more question for you. I mean, I have so many questions, but this is shot really well. Again, we're still looking here at Dr. Mona. For TikTok, do you have to film everything on your phone or can you film it on a nicer camera and upload it on your iPhone? How does that work? You have some tricks that you can actually film it with another camera, but I really don't think it's necessary. I actually think it's better if you film everything in actually your TikTok app because it's so much easier and fast and already have all the resources for editing and everything. So yeah, 
Now, I'll make sure I'll link to both Dr. Jolene Brighton and Dr. Mona in the show notes of this podcast episode so you can go check out what they're doing. I think they're doing really well. Ed happens to agree. Ed, when I open up TikTok and I stand here looking at like what I can create, I'm overwhelmed by the options. So can you just give me a quick little tour of like what buttons I'm supposed to click? Oh my God, I feel so old asking you that question. Okay, first thing, choose a song. Because without a song, I think it's not a properly tutorial how to make it. So after you choose a song, you have a lot of buttons here. You have the two times, three times, half time, third time. But no, you will use the normal velocity because two times is so like musically. You do not want to record a musically. You want a TikTok. So please record in one time. After this, you have the red button, so you can record, but also you can find time, space you want to record. So example, I will disappear. So I put like, I don't know, three seconds here. And I just, like you have, I start down and like, oh, one, two, three, disappear. And then I can come back in the other side and continue my video. Yay! And then your TikTok is ready. Let's go. What? That's actually a pretty bad TikTok, I but <laughs> I don't think so. But it's actually pretty easy to make. You also have a lot of tools here. So the filters you can put after or when you are shooting. If you put when you're shooting, you can take it off after. But you have a pretty cool filters. I like the G6. And also, one effect that I really like is the beauty effect because you don't have like nothing in your face when you active your beauty effect, beauty mode. That yeah, that's really nice effect also. And you have like different effects. But when you start using, you need to learn. So you have this, for example, that is really nice. Like you can cover your face and then you can take off your hand and see and the camera will be on your face, and then on your, and then on mine, and then on your. So it's really, really interesting. But how many of these effects do you actually use? I feel like this might lead a person to then start to overthink it. Do you think simple is better? Let's talk now about how, you know, share some of your wisdom on how you're able to make four of these a day. How can I make one in my lifetime? Okay, so first thing, in your first TikToks, don't use the facts. Don't overthink. Just do it. So how I choose what TikToks I'm going to do? I just scroll my For You page and I see, oh, I like this one. Let's give it a like. So I like, I don't know, maybe 10 TikToks I wanted to do. I want to do. And then I repeat with some difference. So like, you can copy on TikTok. It's not like a bad thing because you are doing just a trend because everyone is like an inspiration, you know? And of course, if you have a really good idea, do it because I already do it. Some ideas that I didn't copy or get inspiration, but just do it. Be creative and explore. Explore the For You page. Just scroll, scroll, scroll. And when you find something you like, just like it and do it. Start doing this and then you will get your ideas. 
I think a lot of this is just like figuring out, you know, just playing around with it, right? Flip, speed, beauty, filters, timer. I don't really know what these things are yet, but if I actually sit here and play with it, I think I'll get more comfortable with it. I remember the days of like Instagram adding its new features and us going, wait, what are stories? And now we're pros, right? I think it's just a matter of like spending time with it and getting used to it. Any other final tips from a TikTok pro before we get to making my first one? Any tips out there for people who are brand new and a little bit scared? See what the trends are. When you scroll on your For You page, you will see a lot of videos that are the same. So with the same song, the same dance, I don't know, Renegade uh, dance is like a typical dance. So do these dances and these trends because if you do it, you have more chance to go on your For You page and then you have a bigger audience seeing your video. Amazing advice so far. And like I was really, you know, pretty scared about learning and becoming active on this platform. But I feel like in just a few minutes, you've given us so many ideas on where to start. Even if our first TikToks are bad, right? It means that you get comfortable and they get better. I finally feel like I'm almost ready to do this. So should we do it? Should we make my first TikTok? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. And one thing that you said, everyone, first TikTok is horrible. My first TikTok, I was in my best friend's house. She's a pro TikToker. She has millions of followers. And I just spent like one and a half hour doing one TikTok. And then she see it, my TikTok, and she raised it. And she say, no, Eduardo, it's awful. And I get like so mad. And then she say, please do not record in two times speed. And I say, oh, okay, this is not music anymore. Yeah, just do it and probably it will be awful, but just be creative and don't be afraid of what other people will think. Because like in TikTok is a very, I don't care what your opinion is. I will just do what I want to do. Amazing advice. I'm so grateful for you to spend a few minutes with us here on Brand Therapy. We are now, obviously, again, the listener can't see my first TikTok that we're right about to make, but you can go on TikTok. After listening to this, you know that that's what you should probably do. Go and find me on TikTok and you will see our creation. Ed, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on Brand Therapy. I can't tell you, I'm eternally grateful and so are the listeners to try and understand this platform. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Phil. And remember, follow me on my Instagram and TikTok. My user is ed.prado. Go there and follow me. And I'm also really, really excited because yesterday I just got verified on Instagram. And that's really cool. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Congratulations on that, Ed. And thank you again for hanging out with us. Well, hey, thanks for checking out this episode. And actually, since recording with Ed... I've played around with TikTok a little bit. In fact, I also went viral. If you are on TikTok, let's make sure we connect over there at Phil Palin. And let's continue the conversation. Hashtag brand therapy. Let us know what you thought of this episode. We would love to hear and let's connect. And we'll be back very soon with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Oh, and by the way, as mentioned in the mid-roll, if you're interested in my email mastery course, brand new, Therapy 50 will get you 50% off. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on Brand Therapy. We will see you back next time. 